You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Everybody, welcome to the podcast. Today I have an interview for you with my new friend, Ryan Rieger. And Ryan is a husband, a father, an author, a speaker, and business owner with 16 different streams of income. Ryan is the author of several books and his latest is called Streams of Income. It's about living the multiple income stream dream and helping people uh, to build an online business so that they can have more streams of income. I'm tripping up over my intro there because I obviously didn't write it grammatically correctly, but Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Awesome, Andy. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you on. We were introduced uh, by a mutual friend and uh, threw yeah. this together pretty quickly. And I was just uh, reading up on your background and some of your stuff and 16 different streams of income. Uh, that's a lot. Most people have yeah. one, right? Uh, maybe two <laughs> if they have been uh, lucky and skilled enough to start a little side hustle on the side of their job or main business, whatever it is. Um, how did all this come about? Oh my gosh. So it started a uh, with one stream of income actually started with zero streams of income back in 08. I was in Indiana. I was working on a political campaign. Uh, we lost that campaign. So the, I knew the only thing that was going to happen and the only thing I was certain about was I was moving to Texas. Well, two things. So moving to Texas and getting married, I had no idea how was I was going to provide for my wife and I, they had started a furniture business a year or so before that. And so I had been following Jim Cockrum, uh, who we talked about before the show. Uh, he has a book called Silent Sales Machine. We've been following him since about 03 or 04. Always knew that I wanted to have my own business. So I thought this is my opportunity to do this. And so they, uh, I went into the furniture business and helped ex- help uh, with God, by God's grace that exploded. But it was uh, started in, they were just in Dallas Fort Worth just on Craigslist. And so I started posting ads all over the Dallas Fort Worth area. Furniture business did really well. Um, to make a long story short, we ended up going in off into Amazon, found the so e-commerce essentially, uh, and then uh, I, mean, I can dig down as deep as you want. But it uh, went from selling selling physical products then to teaching other people how to do it. Mm-hmm. And some of those sixteen streams are things like my own Amazon products, um, some of the courses, the books. Uh, I have print-on-demand T-shirts on Amazon's platform for t-shirts called merch.com so some are big and some are little but yeah there's about 16 and some dry up and I get new ones so but uh, it's okay. back with furniture um, on Craigslist well that's and I think that's the beauty of having multiple streams of income right that some will dry up at some point and right. then you keep replacing them and you have more options and it kind of sure. more diversity more insurance um, I want to go back and make sure we, you know, people know who you're talking about. You said Jim Cockrum yeah. wrote the book Silent Sales Machine. I don't know that much about him. I know he's a very big presence in the Amazon mm-hmm. world and teaching people how to sell on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, so he started selling on eBay, wrote a book about eBay. Amazon came around and kind of took over. And so he moved over and started uh, selling on Amazon and grew his audience around that. And he just is a real a awesome guy that talks about how to use the internet creatively to make money online. And uh, in his book, he talks about the three main ways to uh, start an online business. And my book streams of income kind of piggybacks on that and shows my experience with those three different streams mm-hmm. of income. Um, and Andy, you're doing two of those um, right now in your business. And uh, 
I have so many ways to make money online, guys. It's just uh, that right now the struggle is not to find good ideas because there's good ideas everywhere. It's the right ideas for you. What, what What's going to be the ones that uh, are going to, you know, really uh, kick off your business and make it do well for you. Let's talk about that because I have looked at different online businesses over the years. I have been, um, you know, in several desperate Google searches of like, how am I going to get out of my job and, sure. and, you know, make some money like many, many people have. And that's how uh, so many people probably end up in MLMs and all kinds of other, you know, sure. different things that um, I'm not a big fan of. But, sure. uh, you know, I think I always have this, um, maybe it's like a limiting belief of like, if I've discovered this, then every, you know, if this really is uh, profitable, then everybody would be doing this. Mm. So why are these things available? And something as simple as, hey, you started selling furniture on Craigslist mm -hmm. and, and then Amazon or eBay, wherever you were. How did you, how did you start selling so much furniture, furniture on yeah. Craigslist? So there's just, there was a need for it. Um, we were able to, my, I always ask typically, folks ask me all the time what they should do to start a business. What kind of business should they start? And I'll ask, start just getting to know them. What's their, uh, where, are they, where are they from? What do they like to do? What's their passions? What are they talented at? Um, a question I like to ask is what is, what is your lowest hanging fruit? Hmm. Uh, so what is right there available for you that you might not even know about? Uh, Dan Miller has a book uh, it's called Acres of Diamonds it's about essentially uh, gold that's in or diamonds that are in your own backyard that you don't even know exist so when I moved to Texas um, I didn't know what to do honestly I started I did honestly start looking for jobs uh, but my heart was that I wanted us to have it on my own business and my wife said you know well you really need to keep looking for a job because you know she wasn't sure the furniture business was gonna work but pretty soon she saw the numbers and was like yeah let's go for this head-on um, but it's because it was right in front of me. Uh, they had already started the business. They already had some wholesale accounts. So I just went in there instead of them posting a couple a day because they had jobs at the time. So they were doing it very part time. We just started posting, you know, hundreds uh, sometimes a day of ads of different types of furniture from this source that we had. Uh, and so I didn't know which ones we were going to sell. We just go through the catalog that they had create pictures, put a price on there. Um, and the ones that started selling, we kept posting those. So, um, it was, that was the lowest hanging fruit at the time. Um, and then that business dried up back in about 2012, uh, started to decline rapidly when we noticed all of our ads were starting to get flagged in some, in some areas of the country. Uh, and our business was uh, like, wow, what are we going to do? Um, but that's when Amazon came around and, uh, we found about found out about fulfillment by Amazon, and that allowed us to to send in you know use Amazon for some of these smaller items that we had access to as well. We had access to other wholesale accounts besides furniture, so we started focusing on some of the smaller items that Amazon could fulfill for us. So for your audiences, I would say, you know, what are you interested in? What do you have a passion about? What do you know about? There are people that will pay you for that knowledge, but. A lot of folks, the easiest place to get started making extra money is selling physical products. So of the three main ways to make money online, the, the, there's uh, selling physical products, there's expanding your audience, like you have an audience of people that follow you, so you're in that E model, um, and then you also are a coach and a consultant, so you have the E and that and the C. Uh, the selling physical products usually is the easiest place for folks to start if they don't really know what they're knowledgeable about or really don't feel like people would pay them for what they have. I guarantee everybody has something that is valuable that somebody would pay money for. But the selling physical product part is something that anybody could do. You could go to your garage sale, a local garage sales on the weekend and 
start flipping it on eBay or Facebook Marketplace to earn extra money. So that's why we talk about so much about selling physical products online is because there's just the barrier to entry is so, 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 so low. And that's how we got started. And now, you know, we do, you know, coaching and consulting and have the, you know, courses and books. And um, it's because I'm passionate about seeing other people live the life, Andy, that we get to live, like being home with our family. Yeah. That is gold to me. And it's, uh, I just can't imagine going back to a regular job now, you know, because I love it. Like, we you, have. like you said, before we started recording, uh, you are unemployable. I guess we both yeah. are because I don't really want to ever go back to another job uh, or work for anybody else either. I enjoy right. working on my own and building these things. Um, but I still feel like even though I've been building an online business per se, you know, building a brand and a persona, um, sometimes I still feel like, well, can I really sell something? Will people really pay for the yeah. knowledge I have? Um, before I get into that, I want to make sure we're clear on, you mentioned there's three main ways to make money online. One is selling physical products. Another yeah. one I assume is selling knowledge through coaching or consulting. Yeah, can be, um, so the, the E piece is like, um, so it's, it's a S and then E and then C. So the E is like expanding your audience, taking something you're passionate about and growing an audience around that niche. Whether it's, you know, uh, you live in Florida, for example, and you're right by Disney World. There are people online that have blogs all about how to do Disney. And they're making money from advertisement. And I don't know, there might even be, um, like, I don't know if there's courses around that topic, but I'm sure there are people that are making money besides just the advertisement to their blog. So something as simple as that, like you're a Disney expert, for example, you know exactly how to navigate it. You know where to get the best deals. You know where all, all just all that around around that topic, people will pay you for it. If you love horses and you've just been around horses all your life and you know everything there is to know about horses, people will pay you for that knowledge in the form of a, maybe it's a Facebook group, maybe it's a course on how to raise thoroughbreds, maybe it's a, a membership site where you're giving out knowledge every month. Um, there's so many examples. So that's the E piece. Um, your podcast would be a perfect example of that, of that E piece. Um, and maybe you have a course about, you know, leadership that comes out, um, and you get out to your audience because you I already have these people. I should. Yeah, you absolutely. You already have these people that are listening to you. Um, and I imagine you're, I don't know if you're, uh, you get advertisement for your podcast or not, but you know, the folks in your audience would gladly at some point you could come out and say, Hey, now I've done this podcast for three years now and mm. I'm going to do a course on leadership or I'm going to take all this knowledge that I've learned from all these guests and package it into this. Um, and you guys get it for, you know, this price and you know, that, that would be a huge value for somebody. So that's the E piece. And then the C is obviously coaching and consulting, which that's pretty easy to understand. You go into a company and can like what you do and help their sales team. Maybe it's a one-on-one -on -one type coach, which a lot of our, our folks that our, our mutual friends do, they'll take a, tell, take folks through a, maybe they're a life coach or a business coach or a fitness coach and just get them going from, from A to B. So those are the main three models. There's other ways to make money online, but those are the main three foundational ways. Okay, excellent. Um, and I imagine you, you have the book and you have a lot of resources on this. So I wanna talk about something that I, I love talking about on this podcast, which is yeah. fear. Um, I think a lot of people might see what you're doing, uh, look at what other people are doing and think, well, yeah, I do have some knowledge. I know about horses or uh, you know, I, I see some products that might be, I might be able to sell online or I might be able to start a, a podcast. I think I have a topic that's interesting, mm -hmm. but what if I fail? What if nobody in, is interested? I'm, I'm, people let fear often hold them yeah. back. Uh, sure. Did you deal with that at all? And how do you help people or what do you talk to oh. people about when they, when they say they're, they're too afraid to do it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. All the time. Um, but the cool thing about the internet is that you, 
um, there's, you want to fail often, actually, you want the, you want to try a lot of different stuff. Um, but with the internet, you can fail it with very, very, very low risk. So for example, like with selling physical products in our communities where we're teaching people how to sell on Amazon, at no point do we ever say, okay, you're just starting brand new. We should help you source a whole container of a product from China. It's going to be about a $20,000 investment. And when it gets there, back here to the United States, let's really hope it sells because you don't want to be stuck with that amount of inventory in your garage. So we're teaching people how to start very, very low, like with buying a couple units um, and trying them out. I mean, a $10 investment. Uh, so there's really no excuse as far as the selling physical product side because the, the barrier to entry is so low and you can get started with, you can actually get started with $0. So let's say that you and I lived right there next to each other and I wanted to sell physical products, you had no interest in it, but let's say we knew each other and I've been in your house and I know that you have a room full of stuff that I just don't think you're ever gonna do anything with. Um, I could come to you and say, hey Andy, I, I would, I'll sell that online for you and we'll just split the profit, so a consignment deal. Didn't cost me anything, I get free inventory, and then when it sells, we split 50-50. So a lot of people get started that way. There's absolutely no risk in that. If it doesn't sell, it just doesn't sell. There's other than my time involved in actually listing it, there's no monetary uh, in, involvement there for, for me to get that inventory. Um, yeah. On the other side, it's just, if you think you have a topic that people are interested in, where are all those, where is your potential audience hanging out online? Go serve that audience well. So let's say horses was my topic. I'd go to some other blogs. I'd go to Facebook groups that have, that are around that topic and just start providing value in there, serving that community. Start talking about what you know. If you're getting PMs from people saying, oh my gosh, this is awesome, uh, I wanna know more, or uh, the admins start to notice that you're providing value and they start to call you out on stuff and say thanks for helping out and you're just getting a lot of buzz around this topic, you know you found, you found something that can work. And so that's an easy, easy low risk way to get to kind of test the waters. So within this internet age to wrap it up, there, there's really no, there's not much of a risk at all. You can get started just kind of try it out on a very small scale, no matter your business model, coaching. Just start telling your friends, hey, I, um, I'm a fitness coach now, and uh, yeah. you see how I've lost 25 pounds over the last five weeks, and uh, how I've gotten really buff. You know, I want to teach people how to do that. I guarantee you'll have people that want to go through that, that training. Uh, so yeah. and that's not going to cost anything to try. They've seen what you've done, right? And maybe they want to to learn how to do what you did. People always right. ask for advice from their friends. They see what their friends have done, um, yep. and it makes sense in a, you know to charge for that now. Right. And what you said, I like what you said that the risk is low. Mm -hmm. So people often have a fear of rejection, a fear of failure, sure. and you're essentially quantifying that and saying like, look, you're spending a hundred dollars to get started or whatever it is. You know, you can put up your own website and and start marketing something to friends. You're not starting big. You're not creating sure. a course right away. Right. Doing a little bit of coaching out of it. So sure. you're you're encouraging people to start small, build a little bit of experience, get some get oh. some wins, yeah. uh, and they can also see where start doing things for free, like seeing where they are able to help people. You mentioned um, getting involved in other people's com other communities, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. uh, my friend, my mentor Vincent Puglese, who's a friend of yours as well, I know. Uh, he always talks about uh, OPP, other people's platforms. Yes. You know, you can go into uh, groups that are already well-established and start adding value right. and see what kind of questions people have and start adding value and build a brand that way. Don't be salesy. Right? Don't ever go into other people's platforms and sell stuff. But yeah. you can start 
adding value and build a brand that way. Totally. And look, go in those communities and see where there are holes. And so go into, um, you know, this horse, you, you're a horse lover, for example, let's say, yeah. and you go into a horse Facebook group and you see that there's a lot of people asking questions about a certain topic and there's not a piece of content from that group that answers that. So approach mm. the admins and say, Hey, I love this group. I've been a part of it for a few months and just thank you for having this community. Um, I've seen a lot of people are interested in this topic and you don't have anything to address that. How about I create a course alongside you and we split the profits or mm. I do all the work and I'll split the profits with you because it's your community that you build up so many ways. I've uh, done a lot through joint venture partners and, and just going into communities and seeing where there's a hole for a need where that person's audience needs help. And if I can provide that, let's do it. Let's uh, come together and let's you know, serve that audience well together. I'm glad you mentioned that the joint venture partnerships, not uh -huh. something that I've had a lot of conversations uh, about on here. Uh, okay. you, you twice mentioned this idea of splitting profits. And mm -hmm. I have seen, especially as I get into these uh, communities, entrepreneurship, personal development, the most successful people tend to have a very abundant mindset. And I come across mm -hmm. people with what I'd say is um, a more of a, um, uh, a scarcity mindset that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they are afraid to share uh, profits or people are going to take things away from them. Mm -hmm. And so they're not willing to do a share deal. People often get mm -hmm. greedy and say, well, you know, this is my idea. I'm going to take all the profits. And yet you're possibly leveraging someone else's platform or you're, someone is bringing an opportunity for you to you. And mm -hmm. so it sounds like one of the things you've done is look for these opportunities where you can take your strengths or your resources and marry those to somebody else's what, if they have a platform or an audience or a resource or, you know, expertise, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and say, Hey, let's go into this together and split it and make money that way. Yeah. It has to be a triple way win. So a three way win. So we talk about like, um, for, and I've, done, I've been on both sides of it as going to somebody who has the, the audience and then with me having the audience and partner with somebody who has the content. So as let's, you know, we, the gate, gatekeeper is the person that has the audience. Uh, so they have to obviously win. It has to be a win for them. So usually that's financially uh, that, how that works. It has to be a win for the audience. It needs, needs to be good content for that person's audience. And obviously it has to be a win for me, the content creator. So usually it's 50-50, but it can be different different ways. But I, as a, I have a decent sized group of folks in a, in a Amazon group that we teach them how to sell on Amazon. And just tonight we're starting a class about finding replenishable products, products that sell over and over again. I am not the expert of that uh, on that topic specifically. And so uh, even though I do have products that do that, I just not something that I, I haven't scaled a business that way in this way that we're going to talk about. So I found a guy in my community that uh, knows it. I said, let's partner together. You bring the content. I have the audience. This is going to be a tremendous uh, win for them because it's, it's great content because I know what you're doing in your own business and we'll split it. And that's exactly what we've done. And it's, uh, it just has to be a win for everybody around. So, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking for and you're even willing to give up a little bit to make sure it's a win for everybody, then sure. you know, more likely to happen. So yeah. you've mentioned Amazon a couple of times, and I know this is an area where a lot of people are jumping in and trying some things. I would think you know, the idea that might hold me back is, hey, it's 2019. Amazon's right. been around for a long time. Anybody who could sell anything is already selling it and there's probably not much opportunity for me. Yeah. There's still a lot of opportunity to oh, make money on Amazon. And, and yeah, so I saw the numbers um, Jim posted, Jim Cochran posted in the group that he runs. I think it's like 10% of the sale, 10% of overall sales happen online. 
Mm. Um, I don't know where you got. I'd like to find that. Uh, I'll find that, and you want me to? I'll get it to you. But it's uh, yeah. essentially ninety percent of sales happen still in, with brick and mortar and outside of online. Um, Amazon has a big part of that ten percent, uh, but there's still so many people who aren't shopping online yet. Uh, so the, t the opportunity is totally there. The, it's only going to get bigger from here. Of that, so you're saying more and more things. It, it, even though some of us buy everything on Amazon, and we yeah, think, like mm -hmm. right, uh, and and me as well, and so we think, oh, everybody's already on there. But the truth is, not everybody is on Amazon yet. Right. Not everybody's not buying online yet. So, so the online uh, e-commerce is still growing, Absolutely. and you're saying that there are plenty of opportunities there. How do people jump in if they want to start? What's the best way to start if you want to get into an Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, literally, guys, you can, if you have a buying account, open it up and sell an account is almost just as easy. Um, you can open up an account just by going to like Google sell on Amazon and it'll walk you through the process of starting a, an account. Uh, you can start with an individual plan that doesn't cost you anything to try it out. So just start going around items around your home and what can you, what can you put on their platform? You can ship it from your home and have it sent to the customer or you can use their fulfillment by Amazon feature where you can ship everything to their warehouse they'll store it for you and then when it sells they'll send it to your customer for you and just pay you so it's super easy just Google sell on Amazon and you can get started and there are tons of free information online on how to do it we have courses in our community I'm happy to you know give you those links if you want me to for your audience but I mean guys there's you can literally do it even for free just Google how to sell on Amazon there's so much information out there but it's as simple as buying low and selling high and you can find places inventory at garage sales thrift stores retail stores Walmart target wholesale companies all the above hmm and and when you talk about uh, retail stores target things like that uh -huh. uh, I I'm always surprised that you could take something from there and sell it but um, that's there's that happens right because sometimes it's being sold cheaper at the store than people buy it for online yeah but the, yeah so that's uh you can find it for cheaper than Amazon now, some things are exact same price um, and some things might even be cheaper on Amazon than at the store but there are so I mean millions and millions of products that you can find at a local store that you can make money by putting them on Amazon and it's just I mean just think about the number of folks who will pay for the convenience of not having to, like you and I, I would rather have it come to my door than to go hunt all over town looking for that item. In two seconds, I can order on Amazon and have it to my door. And so there's a lot of folks like us who are cool with that and are fine with paying $5 more, even $10 more on something yeah. uh, to have that convenience of not having to leave the house. Because time is money. Yep. And my time is more valuable sitting here at home doing work than it is just, you know, going all over the Metroplex and Dallas, Fort Worth area or in Orlando trying right. to find that item. Yeah, you're right. I haven't really thought about it that way. I always think, uh, you know, if it's, if it's available here at this price, then, you know, no one's going to pay more online. But just this morning, my refrigerator needed a new water filter uh -huh. and I pulled up Amazon and I bought the first one that fit for $44. And I thought that seems kind of expensive, but there's no way I'm going to, and I thought I could go to Bed Bath & Beyond or Target. Sure. But I'm not going to do that. I'm running a business. I got my right. kids. You know, yeah. I want to get to the gym today. That's not on my yeah. schedule. Like, it's just right. not, it's not worth it. I'd rather just right. order it and be done with it. Yep. I'm, I feel the same way. And a lot of people do too. They, or they just, uh, maybe they can't leave their house for whatever reason, or they, they don't have a car uh, and they live in a, uh, you know, in the uh, middle of New York City. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to 
to travel and and, right. uh, and find what they need. They don't have a Home Depot right next door like you and I probably do. So yeah, yeah. there's uh, opportunity everywhere. Mm, okay, so speaking of opportunities, uh, yeah. you have a book on these multiple streams of income. We've covered yeah. what the three are. We've talked a little bit more about Amazon. Yeah. Uh, any other big opportunities out there that you talk about in the book that you want to make sure that we mention? I mean, those are the three main ones. I mean, we could talk. There's so many ways to make money online, guys. But it's uh, it really it comes down to what those main three are the the ones that work all the time and. Yeah. Uh, if you just put some work into it, it'll work for you. Um, there's always things that come along. Oh, let's try this new shiny object. But um, the three ones, the main ones we talk about are, are the selling physical products, having an audience that'll pay you for your information and then the coaching and consulting. And have you, do you mostly work with people on physical products? Do you work with people to help them get started with selling through coaching and consulting and so yeah. no, i'd love um, to hear an example of someone worked with who have built a business yeah so um i one of the things and you're you know you're a leadership guy one of the things i love is finding people in my audience and who have something a piece of knowledge that uh, i know that would sell essentially to my audience i'm always out, out looking for talent essentially um like the perfect example is this course tonight that we're starting off with um i saw in him the some the knowledge that like he was killing it in his business and i said uh, his name's jimmy i said jimmy people will love this content we need to create a course together he agreed thankfully and so we're partnering and my audience is loving it and we're selling we got about 500 and some people in the course tonight that's starting i love finding opportunities like that and bringing up jimmy's in my audience and saying hey you have you're selling on amazon you're killing it there let's bring let's do this e-piece where you can I see knowledge that you have that my audience will want and they'll pay you for it. And I'll just take a commission from that. So, um, yeah, so I have Jimmy's an example. There's a guy named, uh, another, there's another dude from St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, Stephen Hibbert, the buddy of mine who's been in my audience for a while now teaches people how to do print on demand with Amazon's merch platform. And so he has a whole audience built on that and does coaching and consulting with that. So, there's a few there, but yes, I, I love helping people, not just on Amazon, but I want them to think bigger than selling physical products. That's why I talk about those three main ways, but there's a, I, I love finding folks that have something that I know the world needs and saying, let's get you out there and let's, uh, you know, get that, get that information out there for, to the world because they need it and they'll pay you for it. Interesting. And uh, I'm curious about the merch on demand. Uh -huh. What's the interest there? The idea that you've got designs that you think would make a great t-shirt or other type of merchandise yeah. and you can print them on demand and people can order them? Totally. Yeah. So the cool thing about merch is that um, you, it doesn't cost anything. You can, yeah. get, a, you can get an account uh, for free. And if you think you have a cool design or a cool quote, um, create a shirt. If you're a designer, you can do, do that or have somebody create do the design for you upload that design and it's on amazon.com uh, for people to buy. Um, you can sell actually all over the world as well with it. And it doesn't cost you anything to do that other than your time to upload it. And maybe if you had to pay a designer yeah. uh, and then when Amazon, when a sale happens, Amazon will print that shirt, that one shirt, yeah. send it to your customer and pay you a, a royalty. Um, and so there's people in our audience that has, thousands they have thousands of designs now they don't always know which ones are going to sell so they'll try a bunch of different things yeah but the power for somebody like you Andy, is that you have an audience already so if you had a, a t-shirt maybe there's a quote you say a lot or i've got one i've got one and i've got okay. one shirt and everyone okay. always asks me 
cool. uh, my Star of Your Fear shirt. Everyone always asks me about getting one. And I've there you on. go. Well, you can put that on merch and then um, you just send your audience there. And when they buy that, uh, you can set the price, um, whatever you want it to be. If you want to make it a little bit of money or do you want to make it uh, not so much for your audience, it's totally up to you. And then um, Amazon will, will pay you a, a royalty on everyone that's sold. Uh, what so, kind of margins are people making on that? I would think the margins would be pretty low. So the break-even, Amazon uh, increases the prices all the time. I think the break-even price, it's expensive. It's more than going to your local t-shirt printer, but it's like $14 per shirt is break-even. Mm. So that's for them to print one shirt and to ship it to your customer for you. So most shirts are around $19.99, $24.99. Yep. So $19.99 shirt's going to bring you about 5 bucks, 5 or yep. $6. Okay, so twenty-five. You can sell your shirt for twenty-five dollars. You're making yeah. You can actually, I think, go up to fifty dollars if you want. There's people that will do as donation, like a charity. Like, <laughs> hey, I know this shirt's fifty bucks, but all the proceeds are going to this charity over here. Okay. And there are people that get that off of it, but yeah, usually nineteen ninety-nine is the sweet spot. Ryan, this has been interesting. You're getting the wheels turning in my head. Okay. I'm trying not to get distracted. Oh, no, it's totally um, fine. We'll go whatever direction you want to go. Yeah, no, this is, this is great. Um, for anybody listening uh, who wants to maybe get involved and connect with you, find out more, get the book, uh, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, so they can go to my website, ryanrieger.com is my main website. Uh, there's a link to grab the book for free. It's also streamsofincome.com. Uh, you just pay shipping and ship it right to your door, and there's also an option to get the ebook. So. Awesome. Ryan, this has been great. Uh, definitely interesting to think about all the opportunities there are to, to sell online out there. And if you are listening to this and thinking, I need to get started, go grab a copy of Ryan's book. It's free and uh, see what you can do. The world is your oyster. Ryan, thanks so much for coming on the Andy Store Show. This has been awesome. And uh, we'll have to stay in touch. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Take care.